How's it going everyone? It's 205 Clive here. Um, so this is, you're listening to the debut of a sort of new mini podcast where I will basically be reviewing 205 Live's weekly episodes. So this is the first one. This is thanks to some encouraging feedback and suggestions from a couple different online wrestling communities. I thought I would test the waters and give you a 205 Live weekly review show. As you will know by now, the show is one that I hold close to my heart through the good times and bad, so with these reviews I hope to give you an insight as to why this is the case. And with it being my first written critique, or spoken critique, but I wrote it as a column, which we can find on the socialsuplex.com by the way. Uh, so since this is my first critique of a single episode of like WWE programming, I wondered how I would approach it. I didn't have to wait long, however, as a theme of mirror images and opposing forces quickly emerged and it became a constant throughout the show. The opening tag team match was Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado versus Akira Tozawa and Hideo Itami. It was your standard cruiserweight affair. That mirror image theme materialised with Nigel McGuinness highlighting that both teams could discuss tactics openly in their native tongues with the opposing team being none the wiser. I thought that was a nice touch by McGuinness, emphasising how any attempt at countering strategy would be pure guesswork. During this opener, it became apparent to me that WWE might have actually been laying the groundwork for this strongly rumoured cruiserweight tag team championships unveiling long before Tozawa and Itami paired up last week. You've got Metallic, Dorado and Callisto, they're collectively known as the Lucha House Party and they've actually been featured on the show for some time now as a unit, as a group and with Metallic's knee injury last night, or Tuesday there, which which by the way gifted the Japanese duo the win with that injury being unfairly blamed on an Atami who already carries the reputation of being an unsafe worker this looks like a programme that has legs, for want of a better term and could be the foundations of the new titles, like sort of inaugural story. Moving on to the middle segment, where you had everybody's favourite plucky Englishman, Drake Maverick, join the commentary team. Maverick's frequent promotion of 205 Live is commendable, and having him do so during Jack Gallagher's match with a local talent was a nice touch. However, it wasn't lost on me that Gallagher experienced firsthand Maverick's discipline and expectations of how a 205 Live wrestler should carry himself. The parallel here is not that Gallagher, the Gallagher and Maverick hail from the UK as such, more that both men made a name for themselves in the British wrestling scene. With Gallagher's glare towards Maverick across the commentary table during the systematic annihilation of his poor opponent, this could actually be something to keep an eye on once the dust of WrestleMania has settled. Speaking of the show of shows, the night's main event saw the first Cruiserweight Championship Tournament semi-final with Cedric Alexander and Roderick Strong vying to secure their spot on the WrestleMania card in the tournament's final. Leading up to the match, it was hard to call who would go through, as both men have been presented well in the match's build. They are like sort of identical, indistinguishable momentum carried over into the match itself. So Alexander and Strong they're both known for operating at breakneck speeds. In the past, I could understand if this was done just to sort of wow the crowd, bringing the audience to the edges of their seats. This time though, I think the reason for such a pace was different. Moments like Strong sprinting to upend Alexander from atop the turnbuckle, 
and Alexander unnaturally twisting his body a full 180 to try and snatch an early pin told me that these guys wanted a victory in the bag and quickly. The impatience they share at having to bide time in their respective bands, brands over many months finally caught up with them. The franticness at which big impact moves were thrown at each other spoke of their mad and desperate dash to the finishing line. The mirror theme came to the fore once again in this hard-hitting battle. So evenly matched was their offence, the two relied heavily on the ring's ropes and its more unforgiving apparatus as a silent tag partner, if you will, by either using it as a weapon or to help elude pinfalls after falling victim to backbreaker-style finishers, which is another sort of mirror similarity between the two. Their drive, their metal and conditioning, their stamina, they were all identical for the majority. So it made sense to me that Alexander's small package pin was the only tactic that would end the similarities, or in this instance, crack the mirror. Nice wee analogy there. Cedric Alexander advances in the tournament, and congratulations to him, but with Roderick Strong's fluted glances of disrespect towards his opponents as of late, this could pave the way for a, a more bitter messiah of the backbreaker back breaker than the WWE audience are accustomed to. The standard of matches on offer in this tournament have been pay-per-view quality on almost every occasion so far, and this week's edition was no different. The remaining semi-final sees two of my absolute bays. Drew Gulak and Mustafa Ali battle it out for the last spot in the final. Both wrestlers, they've grown in leaps and bounds since their feud last year that focused on Ali's diametric opposition to Gulak's Better 205 Live campaign. This peeps could be a cracker. So there we go, just a short wee review. So let me know guys what you thought of 205 Live this week. Feel free to drop comments on Anchor, Twitter, on Facebook, um, Twitter and Facebook, I'm at Ricky and Clive. I've also got other columns that, you, that can be read on the socialsuplex.com page. Additionally, you can hear my opinions on all things WWE and the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Latest episode, we talked about Fastlane, how SmackDown's cards starting to look very promising indeed the controversial stuff going on with Fabulous Muller. And also there's actually been a bit of an update with that because they've not named it Fabulous Muller Women's Battle Royal anymore, so they finally listened to us. Um, so thanks for listening to me mumble and bumble my way through this first sort of 205 Live review. Hopefully I'm going to make this a weekly occurrence and I'll speak to you next week. Tune in next time. Good night and God bless.